Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. It's been a while since we've done an episode. Sorry for my disappearance, for lack of a better term. I've been focusing on two new podcasts, which will be in the links. Like The links will be in the description below, but that's neither here nor there. We've got a new episode, and our guest today is Featherstone Rovers player Connor Jones. First of all, thank you for joining us today, Connor. And how's your weekend been? Because it's now Tuesday. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, my weekend's been good. I've just um, come back home to Emerald for the first time in about three years. So, oh wow, just catching up with some old mates and and some family. So, yes, really nice to be back. Yeah, now nah, that's good to hear. Um, and would that have been due to COVID, like sort of stopping you from coming back over from England during the off season, or what was the go there? Yeah, yeah, due to COVID, um, uh, I moved to England but halfway through twenty nineteen mm-hmm. uh, from. Cairns I was living at the time so oh, wow big just move. the way it worked out yeah the way it worked out it was really um kind of happened really quickly so I didn't have a chance to actually come back to Emerald to say goodbye to everyone so uh yeah I moved over there halfway through 2019 and I thought I'd only been there in the country for a couple of months so I did a little bit of travel at the end of 2019 and I said I'd come home at the end of 2020 and then obviously COVID hit and that, yeah. that, that changed my plan so yeah damn um yeah so that's, uh, that's why I've been away for so long yeah, wow. And in 2019, did you sign with Featherston Rovers or did, sorry, uh, F- yeah, Featherston Rovers or did you not have a team yet at that time over in the UK? Uh, so, yeah, halfway through 2019, I signed with Featherston. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so I signed and, and finished the year off with them boys. So, uh, yeah, really, really happy that I made that decision in, in uh, 2019. Yeah, nice. Um, obviously, COVID was neither here nor there. We didn't know about it until the end of 2019, so that would have thrown a spanner in the works. But let's get down to your emerald beginnings. You know, growing up in very country, more or less, Queensland, um, how did you get ex- first get exposed to the sport of rugby league as a youngster? Um, well, I actually started playing um, soccer when I, was, when I was younger because mum and dad told me, there was no rugby league in town. They didn't oh, want wow. me playing rugby league. <laughs> I'd always loved rugby league, and that was always my favorite sport. What team did you follow growing up? Uh, I, I followed the Broncos when I was yeah. growing up because I was a big Darren Lockyer fan. But yep. when he retired, yep. I started going for the Cowboys because I liked Jonathan Thurston. Hey, that, uh, as long as so, it's a Queensland team, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I ended up finding out at school that one of the boys was playing rugby league. And uh, I remember, remember running back home to mum and dad and telling them that there, that there is rugby league in town find out that they they knew all along but um <laughs> they eventually gave in when i was nine and uh yeah played for the emerald tigers wow uh all, all up until my last year of high school when I, I got to play one year in the in the senior team as well so uh yeah love my time growing up in emerald and playing for the tigers yeah nice um and at what point during your time with the tigers i'm guessing sort of mid to late teens did you realize look i want to try and pursue this as a you know as a job as a career like make it in the big leagues one day um yeah i always wanted to ever since um ever since i started that was always my dream um mm-hmm. uh growing up i didn't really make too many rep teams i didn't make any of the cq teams or anything like that it was probably that my last year of high school when i started playing those senior games and and um and doing well in that competition is when um when i started to get um some interest to to um you know to moving away and, and pursuing it so uh, yeah, from that last year in high school, playing for the Emerald Tigers. Yeah, we had a really good season. We made the grand final. Oh, wow. Uh, we lost Did you win? Claymont Bears. Nah. No, no, we lost to Claymont Bears uh, by six points. So it was a pretty close game. That's but, not bad. Um, yeah, so after that year, I ended up going to down to Brisbane and playing for the East Tigers and their Colts oh, team. Yeah, wow. Um, 
and that that opportunity came through uh, playing for the Tigers in 2013. Yep. Yeah, nice. Um, and so were uh, Emerald Tigers linked to East's Tigers in general, like because of, like the namesake and like sort of affiliated, or was it it just so happened to be that you played for a Tigers team and then you ended up playing for Easts as well? Um, yeah, there was an affiliation. So uh, our, our Tigers president, um, Jay Edwards, um, he had some some contacts from East Tigers. So he sent a couple of boys down a few years before that. Um, mm-hmm. Fede Austin and Joe Taylor uh, down at the Tigers. They did really well. I think Fede yeah. ended up playing a few cup games as well. So, um, yeah, that that's kind of um, how that that worked out. Jay got in contact with East Tigers and, and um, you know, got me down there. So, uh, you know, I've, I've always I've always got to say big thank you to Jay every time every time I see him for for kind of kickstarting my career. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, speaking of your career, you as you just said played for Emerald Tigers all you all through your juniors and a bit of your seniors. Excuse me. And then you went over, so I went down to East Tigers. How did the opportunity for Featherston uh, come about for you? Um, yeah, so I had a year at East Tigers, and that was in 2014, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, I went down to the Bulldogs and had two years in the under-20s. Okay. Um, so, I didn't play too many games in the 20s. I was kind of in and out of the team. But, you know, it was a great couple of years. Um, you know, I really enjoyed um, my time off the field, um, living with a bunch of boys that didn't have any family in Sydney either. So, you know, we were So, well you were a makeshift family together really sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, first year we were in a, a share house and there was a family there looking after us. And then... Mm-hmm. The year after, we went into our own house and, and looked after ourselves a little bit. So um, those two years were amazing and I had, had a great time. And uh, So, yeah, after my after my two years at, down at the 20s in Sydney at the Bulldogs, um, I moved up to Cairns to oh, wow. play for the Northern Pride in okay, the yep. Queensland Cup. And, um, yeah, I had two and a half years there before uh, moving to Feverson halfway through 2019. Okay, fan. So uh, you got picked up or, you know, scouted slash noticed by Featherston during your time with the Northern Pride sort of thing. Yeah, well, um, even in my last year of 20s at the Bulldogs, um, I, because I've got English ancestry, my dad was born in England. I yep. got a British passport. Yes. So um, you wouldn't technically so be a, a, what, uh, what's the word? You know, the you wouldn't be an international on a team's uh, list, roster over in the UK. Yeah, well, I think I've... I've I might be wrong, but I believe I'm uh, considered a non-federation trained player. Okay. So I think I still count on the um, count on the quota spot, but it's 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 so easy for me to, to go over to England. Uh, obviously, yeah. I don't need any visa or anything like that. Yeah. Um, you got just you know, a British passport sort of thing. British passport, so straight over. So uh, you know, I'd I'd been talking to a few clubs, you know, before I ended up moving over, just kind of waiting for what I thought was the the right move. I didn't mm-hmm. want to just go over there for the sake of it. I wanted to go, to, you know, to the right club. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you don't mind then, me asking, which other clubs had interest in you at the time? Um, just a few other um, League One teams. Yeah. I didn't really get any much interest from uh, any championship or Super League clubs, um, you know, until Feverson showed me interest halfway through 2019. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were doing really well. They, they were in contention for the finals and yeah um you know i've got a chance to play over there for three months and, and see how it goes so you know i'm really glad i took that opportunity um you know i also want to say you know thanks to northern pride and um ty williams and tony williamson for letting me take that opportunity they were really good they um you know they said that that um you know they're happy for me to go over and give it a crack and 
if it didn't work out, um, you know, they gave me their word that I'd be welcome back at the at the pride. Oh, that's awesome of them because like some because like some so many youngsters, sometimes it doesn't, you know, pan out the way they want and you know, they don't have a club to go back to, sort of thing. So yeah, absolutely big ups to those two. And um with Ty Williams, I'm guessing that's the former Cowboys player. What was it like to have that sort of experience as a coach? Um, you know, during your, for lack of a better term, impressionable young senior career starting off? Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, obviously he coached me the two and a half years there. I was at the Pride. He, he was the coach. So he's still coaching now at the mm-hmm. Pride. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed getting coached by Ty, obviously. You know, I had a really great career at the Cowboys and, and played Origin and, and that as well. So, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed getting t- coached by him and, and um, you know, I learned, learned a lot from him as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and obviously, you, as you said, you signed on for about, you know, three to six months for the Featherstone at the start. And now you've stayed and st- stuck through with them for two more seasons, like from there. Um, how did it feel? And or like, what was the process like for you personally? After the six months, they were like, look, we want to renew sort of thing. How did that and the negotiations go for you? Um, oh, sorry, I'm going to have to correct you. Go so ahead. I, I had the rest of the 2019 season at Feverston and mm-hmm. then I signed for Salford Red Devils in the oh, 2020 okay. season. Yep. So I had, I, I had one year with, with Salford in 2020. Um, that was a great season for I, Salford that year. Holy wow, mate. Like, didn't you guys, I think Salford went to the finals, didn't they? Um, yeah, so there's the Super League comp- uh, competition and then the, the Challenge Cup as well. So. Okay. Salford made the grand final for the Challenge Cup in okay. 2020. Yep. So that was played um, down at Wembley Stadium. Obviously, oh, wow. The, um, with with COVID, the, the, it was unfortunately it was behind closed doors. Mm. Um, so yeah, the, the boys I didn't play, but the boys boys played at Wembley, which was a really special occasion uh, against Leeds Rhinos. I think they lost by a field goal. It was I, a really close game. I hate um, to tell you, but I'm a Leeds Rhinos tragic because my parents are from Leeds, so. I apologize in advance for you and the and the heart pain and the pain that you guys would have felt, but amazing effort just to get to that game, you know. So which you would have definitely been, you know, a massive part of the wins that led up to that game. Sorry, continue. Yeah, oh yeah, thank you. So yeah, the um boys did really well to to make that final. So that was uh that was a really cool experience. Um, you know, I would have loved to play obviously, but going down to Wembley and and um, you know, having that weekend in London and and, um, you know, in, in, in and around a Challenge Cup final was, was really cool. So, um, yeah, so I had the 2020 season with Salford and then, um, and then I re-signed with Feverston in 2021, back, mm-hmm. went back to Feverston. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I've signed again for the 2022 season with, with Feverston again. Oh, wow. Well, first of all, congrats on continuing on re-signing with them for the season coming up. Um, how was the season this year going for you guys? Um, and as in, how did it go for you personally and the team as a whole, given there was a whole lot of rigmarole with COVID again this year? Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was a pretty crazy year. Obviously, with COVID, we, we started the year um, again playing behind closed doors, but um, we had a really good year. We um, we we lost one game leading up to the grand final. Wow! Well um, done. To yeah, well, we unfortunately lost the grand final as well to a, a really good Toulouse team. They were mm-hmm. the team that beat us in the season. They were actually they went through the season undefeated. So, wow. um, you know, they had a great season, and um, you know, obviously it was really disappointing the way we played in the final. I think we probably played our worst game of the year in the final, but you know. And credit to Toulouse that they're a really good team. They they outplayed us in that final and they they deserve their spot in Super League. So, you know, we'll give it another crack 
um, you know, next season. Well, hey, I mean, only onward and upward. Up, uh, word vomit, sorry. Only onward and upward, upward from here for you guys. Um, and obviously, um, it it's year by year, you know, contract by contract sort of thing. How how did it feel for you? Maybe even relief, you could say. Um, but how how did it feel when uh, Featherston were like, we want to offer you a new contract? Because I can imagine it'd be a bit, you know up in the air, like, am I going to be at the club next year? What's going on? How, what was it? Was it a sense of relief when, when the, uh, for lack of a better term, offer was tabled to you? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I'm really happy at Ferguson. I, I really, uh, I've got some really good friends at, at the club and it's a really, really well-run club. And, um, and I mean, there's know, some... always, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So I was just, um, always pushing for promotion and, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of drive behind the scenes from the, administration and and obviously on the field as well everyone everyone's got that same goal of, of trying to get promoted to super league so that's our main focus uh every year but you know again um leading into next season so um yeah to re-sign with the club i was really happy to and you know really really grateful um to have another year at feverson yeah, wow. And I mean, definitely with the push for promotion they've signed jesse Senny lafau from the um uh, Castle for Tigers, which can only improve the squad as well with depth and experience as well, because I'm sure, you know, Jesse has a wealth of experience playing, I think it was five years at Castleford, and before that, about six years in the NRL, so that'll help bolster the ranks for your team to really push for promotion. Um, and how is the off-season going for you so far? Yeah, it's been a really good off-season. Um, after the final, I, I got to go away and do a little bit of travel, which was nice, and um, obviously, uh, back back home now in Australia, which has been really good. So again, I've got to say thanks to to Feverson for allowing me some extra time off to come and see my family. Um, the boys have started preseason uh, about three or four weeks ago now, so they, they're they're ripping in and 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 getting stuck into training. So um, you know, while it's really nice to be um, on um, back home with my family, um, you know, I'm still I'm still training hard back yeah. here and. Um, you know, making sure that when I get back to England, um, you know, I'll be ready to go for the start of the season. Yeah, like you're not playing catch up in the when you get back there, sort of thing, with fitness wise, sort of thing. Yeah, just trying to just stay on top of it. So, you know, hopefully when I get back, I can just slot straight back in there. And um, yeah, I don't want to be at the back of the pack when all the boys have been getting stuck in for the um, season. So, um, you know, as, as much as I'd love to be there training with the boys, um, you know, one thing I'm not jealous about is training in the freezing cold and the mud that they are at the moment oh, so I can it's, imagine. it's quite nice to train out in the sun that in emerald at the moment it's been good <laughs> yeah nice nice because i mean last year's preseason, i saw photos from jesse's instagram it was snowing for days and i'm like nah nah no thanks so and on that note uh with jesse coming to the club and all that sort of thing who's the funniest teammate that you would say you know you can just look at and start laughing um Oh geez, we've got a real, we've got a lot of funny um, blokes in our team. Uh, our captain James Lockwood, he's I, I think he 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 makes me laugh a lot, mm-hmm. um, especially when he's taking the mick out of me. That cracks me up. <laughs> um, Josh Hardcastle is pretty funny. He's he's um he's always got something to say. He makes everyone laugh. Tom Holmes is a little bit of a prankster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's quite funny as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot in our team. There's a lot, lot of funny boys, and I think I think when we're all together. Um, you know, with the banter and that makes for makes for um, some good laughs. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, now this one, feel free to not answer, but who's the biggest pest of the team? Is in like someone who you'll know will just never shut up or someone that'll be constantly mouthy during a game sort of thing that you can always rely on for a good sledge sort of thing? Um, oh, probably pest at training is probably Tom Holmes. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's always good for it. Uh, Jack Wussy is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, probably him and John Davies in game. I'd hate to play against them. Yeah. Um, they're always... They're always up for some um, for some chat during the game, so um, they're probably pests on the field. And I'd probably say Tom Holmes, uh, or maybe Dane Chisholm off the field. Yeah, fair. Chisholm's always good for a bit of a stitch up as well. So <laughs> yeah, probably, probably toss up between those four, I reckon. Yeah, nice. Um, and obviously last year COVID hit, and it hit hard. It hit every country more or less. Every you know all this that the other. What was your Netflix binge during the lockdown that you guys had to endure last year? Uh, my Netflix binge. Um, I got through a, a bit of documentaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Aaron Hernandez documentary. Oh, I, I really like watching that. Um, obviously watched. Um, oh, buddy, what's that Tiger show called? Oh, Tiger King called. season two dropped on November seventeenth. Have you watched it yet? I haven't watched season two. No, I'll have to, I'll have to get onto it. So I obviously watched that when everyone was watching it. Real talk. Real um, talk. Did Carol Baskin yeah. kill her husband? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, like, if she didn't, then she definitely had a hand in it somehow. <laughs> oh, I think, yeah, there was too many bloody coincidences going on there. So, right? Hard agreed. Oh, I mean, um, you can't tell me she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's dodgy. Yeah, I didn't like oh, her. Right? Um, um, that yeah, was go ahead. Cool. Yeah, no, nah, Tiger King was. Have you watched Squid Game yet? Yeah, yeah, I watched that. I don't know if I, I don't think I liked it. Yeah. It was good. I was on the edge of my seat. I yeah. wanted to watch every episode, but when it finished, I just went, oh, is that I it? I don't know if I actually it? enjoyed it or not. <laughs> yeah, fair. No, that, that's fair enough. Um, and okay, so tangenting away from Netflix, um, what is your pregame meal that like either the night before or the day of that you must have, like, you know, sort of thing, or that you love to have? Um, always like having spaghetti bolognese or, or a carbonara the night before a game. I normally do a spaghetti bolognese because... Uh, that's probably the best meal I can cook. I know it's pretty mm-hmm. simple, but hey, no, that's uh, my best that. meal too. It's 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 a winner. <laughs> <laughs> um, just that, and then I normally I just have a banana about an hour and a half before the game, and that's that's about it. Um, yeah, I yeah, think. Um, oh, I normally eat the eat the the same things on game day, but yeah, those are probably my two main main important important meals that I like to have. Yeah, no, nah, that's fair. Do you have a specific routine before the game other than meals? You know, like, do you have to put on like a certain sock a different way or, you know, do you have to like smack the wood or something? Or is there any sort of superstitions that you have? And if not, who has the weirdest one at Featherston? Um, well, I always put my my right, right boot on before my left one. I don't know if that's a superstition or not, but I normally always do that. I do that with my shoes anyway. But mm-hmm. uh, as in for my routine, it depends what time we're playing. We normally play at three o'clock. So I like to get in, go for a little bit of a walk um, before I go to the ground um, and just drink plenty of water. But um, as in for in our team, any superstitions, I don't think I don't think anyone really, really has any. I can't really think of anything. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're, all, we're all pretty good from the top of my head. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, and so what has been your personal highlight of your rugby league journey so far? Um, yeah, I've probably got a couple. Um, winning the grand final in, <laughs> Go for in it. my last year of junior rugby league for the Tigers. That was really cool. Oh, that would have been amazing. So we beat Emerald Brothers in the grand final. 
and that was my last. Oh, is 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 that a big uh, rivalry between you two, sort of? Thing? Yeah, yeah. So in Emerald, the the two junior teams, the Emerald Tigers and Emerald Brothers, are oh, in the seniors as well. Sorry, so that's always a yeah. massive massive rivalry. Um, so that was really cool beating them boys in the last game of my juniors. Um, so that was definitely a highlight. I think another one was probably my Super League debut with Salford. Um, yeah, we we versus Toronto Wolfpack. And um, oh, okay. yeah, we, we ended up beating them as well. So that was a that was a really special day for me and a really really cool one to to get a win over Toronto, uh, especially after the yeah, sure. beat us in the million pound game the year before when I was um, playing for Featherston for them to get. Promoted. It would have been. So, it would have felt good to get one up on. Yeah, them, wouldn't it, it? It, it did feel it did feel good, but um, yeah, more so it was just really cool to to get my debut. So yeah, pro- probably those yeah, two sure. would be my um, highlights so far, but. You know, I definitely think, um, you know, I've, I've got a clear highlight to, to go. Yeah, definitely. Oh, for sure. Maybe a promotion win or a grand final or something. Um, and speaking of Super League, um, what was it like as in just in general, the differences, whether it's pace or, you know, intensity going from, uh, you know, League One a, a championship, et cetera, because they're million pound game to literally Super League level the following year. What was that like for you? Um, yeah, it was definitely a, a step up, um, you know, obviously, you know, uh, being full time and, and training full time was, was really cool and uh, was different for me. So, yeah, definitely, definitely a step up in, um, um, you know, a lot more, uh, yeah, a lot more pace around the rock and it was a bit, bit quicker and, um, yeah, a bit more skill as well. So physicality was was definitely the same in, in championship. There's some, you get hit quite hard there, but um yeah, it's definitely definitely a lot faster in, in Super League and, um, you know, uh, a lot more, um, uh, what's the word? Oh, I can't think of the word. A lot more consistent rugby league as well. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and obviously growing up as a massive rugby league fan and NRL fan, a lot of people know that towards, uh, you know, when either they've won it all, been there, done it all in the NRL, they head over to Super League or it's a, you know, they may not be able to crack it in the NRL after a few years, but they go over to Super League. Um, you and I being generally, I'm going to say more or less the same age. What was it like playing in the Super League against players and with players that you, you know, watched growing up in the NRL? Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, well, in my, in my debut, um, Sonny Williams was playing for Toronto. So oh, got to play against mate, goosebumps. Him. Yeah, so I got to play against him in my debut. So that, that was pretty cool because he, he's definitely someone that um, that I look up to. Uh, other than mm-hmm. him, really, I, I didn't really take much notice of of, um, of kind of like just gen- individual opposition players. Like just kind of. Just kind of took it as it come, but um, yeah, I think he was the only one where I was just like, oh wow, like the Sunny Balloons and playing against that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that would have been kind of cool, absolutely. Um, I think that about wraps it up. So what I'll do is I'll um, give a bit of a, I'll have one last question for you, which is, what advice would you give to any youngsters who would love to, you know, try and make it in, you know, the big leagues one day, or even if they want to make it in Q Cup or any whatever they want to do? What's your advice for them? Um, just make sure you're enjoying it. Just, um, just, just have fun, have fun playing with your mates and make sure you listen to your coaches and train hard. And, um, yeah, if, if, if you want to, if you want to progress to the next level then you know, there's no reason why, why you can't do that with, with hard work and dedication. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just quickly stop recording there and there. Th-